Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. In a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your own, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Porvin. For Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course... Live every Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yes, hello. Uh, Twitch is the place to be lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, for us, we hang out on Twitch. We record most of our, our shows. We go live after NXT every Wednesday night. We are NXT friends. Friends. We'll always be your NXT friends. But Thursdays, we've been going live on Twitch for BD Elite. Oh, yeah. Where we talk all about dynamite. And uh, tonight's NXT was, was dynamite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we do go live every Thursday with our Dynamite review, and it's an opportunity to talk to our patrons as well. So if you are a patron of Up Next, we go live 1 p.m. Eastern time, and we open the Zoom room up for anyone who wants to call in. And uh, it doesn't have to be about Dynamite. You can call in about AEW or any other wrestling news you'd like to talk about. So... Uh, yeah, would love to see some of you tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Come hang out and join us in the Twitch rooms, including watch-alongs. We did a watch-along for Elimination Chamber last Sunday and then a post-show up on the uh, um, uh, Patreon uh, there. So join us for these watch-alongs and post-shows. We seem to enjoy doing them. We did one for TakeOver, doing for Elimination Chamber. Uh, we're going to be doing one for Revolution. Oh, yes. So come hang out and watch uh, Extreme Barbed Wire stuff because that's going to be wild. Uh, it's 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 crazy. 2021 is nuts. You got Daft Punk breaking up. Mm-hmm. You got Bobby Shmurda being freed. You got uh, Obama and Springsteen doing a podcast together. Okay. Will Tiger Woods ever golf again? Mm. And the big show is all elite. He is, yeah. Crazy. Um, what a what a time. Big show. I guess we're starting with that today. Yeah. Big, big show. Uh, someone I thought would just be a WWE lifer. Kind of, kind of thought he'd retired, sort of. 
quietly, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, gone to all elite wrestling. He's gonna be commentary on like darks. What? Dark. Oh, what? <laughs> it feels like he's uh, not wrestling Shaq. And wait, well, oh, he's no. It's gonna be a wrestling contract as well. So oh, okay. Uh, the, yeah, the giant is all elite. Captain Insano is all elite. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I, it, it's interesting. Mm. Uh, very interesting. I'm. I can't say I'm excited for like the so far the wrestling. I think he's kind of past wrestling, so commentary is a good vibe. But I th- don't really care about the Cody Shack stuff, so I most definitely would rather just go to Big Show Shack, the match we never got. It's yeah. I mean, I kind of you look back, and I think that was meant to be in if i'm right i think it was meant to be wrestlemania 33 i think the plan was because they set it up in the battle royal the year before where Shaq and big show had a bit of a square off and that was in at 32 so i think the plan was for the next year to for those two to have a match and you saw big show get in absolutely crazy shape best best shape of his life yeah um for this match that ended up not happening and we don't know was that WWE was cold on it, Shaq was cold on it, whatever. Um, And yeah, apparently Big Show recently kind of pitching a few ideas he had because he wants to be used a bit more and was shut down. So he took his ball. He's like, hey, Vince, I want uh, that AEW rub on my contract there. You know, I'm in talks. And he goes, yeah, you're not in talks. And now, now, I, he's, now there. he's there. Uh, I, I'm not interested so much in the wrestling, but I think he can bring a lot of. He's a name value instantly. What are they going to call him? The Giant, Big Paul White, Paul White, the Great I White. Imagine, I reckon yeah, maybe the Giant Paul White, something like that. But the large event, the large event. Yes. Um, What's the large event doing here in Daly's place? <laughs> oh my! Where, so they, that's the main thing. They, so they the need to event. get some kind of uh, rip off theme. As long as it sounds like Big Show is singing it. That, that's, so, so, it's the large event. Exactly, exactly. It's the great I, white. I don't have a problem with him there. It, I think AEW, for the most part, have been using their legends pretty well. So I think if he can be on commentary and add like a fresh voice, and eventually you can always do that thing where you've got a heel picking on one of the other commentators and Big Show just stands up and defends him and that's the yeah. match. I think if it ends up putting over someone like a Will Hobbs, that would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Like if you end up having like a young, big Hoss talent yeah. who can, all you need to do is pick up this guy and Word slam man. him and it's it's a big thing. So I'm not, I'm not too down on Paul White. It's just interesting because I think he's someone that most of us, well, I, I never thought would leave WWE. I saw him maybe Hall of Fame within the next five years and yeah. do the odd Raw reunion kind of job. But... Obviously, the guy wants a bit more than that. Yeah, um, I wasn't a big fan of his Netflix show. No, me neither. Maybe he'll go, the big show will be on the big show show. The, the, the go, go big, big show. show. Yes, the big show should show up on the go big on the show. go big show. Yeah, the, the big show show was not. But was, they wouldn't be able to call him Big Show on the so, big show show. Oh, <laughs> the go big show. The, Paul White on the go big show. Yeah, uh, maybe you know, I, I didn't like him on the big show show because it's no Young Rock. It's no Young Rock, no. Uh, You've seen episode one? Yeah, I watched episode one. More people watch The Rock than people watch wrestling. Oh, for sure. Just letting everyone know. More people know The Rock than they know wrestling. (laughs) It was like five mil. They're like, yeah, we're going to do nine seasons of this, please. No. Uh, Yeah, Young Rock was, was funny. I think as a wrestling fan, it was catered to us with the like current com comedy sitcom style, like 
think of like how the style of sitcoms are now with like no laugh tracks and mm. different camera cuts and, and things. It it was it was that. And I thought it was a lot of fun. It's only like 20 minutes. Yeah, I like a lot of things, a lot of TV shows. It takes a few episodes. Uh, I was it was enjoyable. Yeah. It didn't blow me away at all. I yeah. think some of the casting, like the people playing the Wild Samoans and stuff like yeah, that was pretty sure. good. Big fan of Randall Park. Yeah, I that's, where I, that's why I, I watched that's it. That's kind of what I enjoyed the most yeah. is the Randall Park interviewing current Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, but yeah, I, I'll i continue watching it. Randall I, Park is on fire. He's on everything right yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah. he's in the Wanda. Wood. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, and I saw this video was trending of him like freestyling. And he oh, was, yeah? like kills it. I was like, oh, I love you even more, dude. Yeah, he's great. Was he in the, the interview? Yes, he's, yeah, he was what, Kim Jong. Kim Jong Un. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, he is right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fireworks, Katy Perry. <laughs> yeah. Young Rock was quite interesting. I feel like I'd I'd watch more of it just because like what else is there to to watch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I ca- I'm caught up with WandaVision. I'm not so uh, blown away that I feel like everyone else is, but I did enjoy uh, the latest episode with the song because I thought that was the best <laughs> best of the whole show. It was. It was Agatha all along. It was Agatha all along. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've been watching that. And I also saw some news about Spider-Man. Uh, that was interesting. The name of the, the movie came out. So it's like, what, Phone Home? No, no. They put out a load of <laughs> fake, fake ones. ones. And I, I'm trying. No to... Way Home. No Way Home. Is that it? Yeah, I Far think From so. Home, was it? Home No, Far From Home was the last home. one. Something about home. Yeah. Uh, and I saw this news about people going off about the name of Spider-Man, but it, this was to like hide the, the other news that like th- that blade is PG 13. And I'm like, come on. Why, why is blade rated PG 13? Really? I didn't yeah. think they had, they confirmed a blade. It looked film. like that. Yeah. From what I was reading huh. today. So I know they kinda... said Deadpool is going to be the only R rated one for now. Right. Uh, I didn't realize blade was. I hope it's I hope it's rated R because yeah, uh, yeah Mahershala I, Ali will kill it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think um, I don't think all the others really need to like. I don't care about seeing an R-rated version of Thor. You no, know, no, like it's when it makes sense, do it for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 very much into the OG uh, Blade movie, and that's definitely rated R. Oh, so, yeah, it like, should be. I I need that to to make this movie. It's and if they do it, they'll kill it. It'll be so great. Yeah. Um. So that that's some nerdy stuff that I wanted to mention. But I just something I just saw uh, while we're kind of in the realm of films and not yeah. uh, movies. I know you're a big Monsters movie fan. You like your Godzillas and your King oh yeah, Kong. I can't wait King Kong. Have you heard Godzilla? the Cthulhu news? What's Cthulhu? Cthulhu, one of the big. Uh, another big monster. You know Cthulhu is. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Is that, am I pronouncing it right? I'm pretty sure it's Cthulhu. But Spike Lee is producing a Cthulhu movie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Damn. that's kind of just broken as well. That's so, nuts. Um, yeah. I'm into all the, 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 the movies. I saw the Mortal Kombat trailer and like it looks so ridiculous uh, that... That I saw it, there was no Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat trailer. Right. So everyone's mad. The internet's Everyone's like, always mad. Yeah. The internet's always mad. Everyone's like, well, okay, well. So only use the internet to go on twitch.tv slash up next <laughs> and listen to our NXT reviews. You don't need it for anything else. Like Mortal Kombat looks just like Godzilla and King Kong. Like it just looks ridiculous. And like, yeah, I'm going to watch it because it looks, it's, it's not going to be no Oscar winner. I mean, this year, mm. anything could win an Oscar this year, but uh, I'm excited. But I have a, I have a theory that they're saving Johnny Cage for the second Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. And Johnny Cage will be played by either a, Nicolas Cage. Okay. <laughs> or B, Keanu. <laughs> right. 
That's what I predict in the next Mortal Kombat series. If the first movie does well, which, I mean, it can't because it's just going to be on digital. I'm True, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they'll make sequels, but yeah, uh, I'm interested in those. Those There's nothing else. That's, it's weird. You can't go to the movies. Like, you can't even look ahead to the summer blockbusters because it's like, what is, you can't go to, you're not going to go to the theaters. Maybe we'll go to theaters, but like, uh, it's weird. To be honest, I kind of want everything to wait. I, I don't, want, I don't want the cinemas to die. Like, sure, I'm a James Bond fan. I'd like to see No Time to Die, but you know, I haven't seen Godfather Part Two yet either. So, like, there's so there's plenty up. of time. There's plenty of films that I can catch up on. Yeah. If I'm going to see a new movie, I want to see it in the theater. I don't need to see it right now. Well, I mentioned. I think two weeks ago, I mentioned I was on a, like a martial arts movie kick, mm. and I took people's recommendations. I watched a bunch. Ip Man. Shout out everyone who recommended that. There's a new one of that coming out too. Last week, I talked about documentaries that I've been watching. Uh, and then this week, I, I've mentioned I work at like uh, a TV station too, and sometimes we ha- we have a, a like throwback classic retro movie channel, and they had Three Ten to Yuma, so I watched the OG, and then it forced me to I had to watch the remake with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe, and then I just went on like a Western kick again, and I watched Unfor- the Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. who's the the goat. I mean, John Wayne is is lit, but Clint Eastwood is an OG cowboy. So I've just been all over the place with movies. So. It feels weird because there's no movies to look forward to that you were like, oh, I can't wait for, for this. Because it's like, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> we are waiting. When you say, oh, I can't wait for this Marvel. I can't wait for Blade. You're I, waiting. I haven't <laughs> bothered watching trailers. I'm like, what's the point? I, why, am I watch, why am I watching a trailer for something coming out in well, five years' time? Well, now? no. I'm watching trailers for movies that are coming out like these gods, the Godzilla and Mortal Kombat and, and stuff. Like, But yeah, like Spider-Man and all that Batman's and yeah. stuff is like next it's year. It's like new Bond trailer. It's like just... I, I just care. want the movie. <laughs> just give me the movie and yeah. I'll be really happy. But I-, I can wait for big movies like that. For so. sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so that's some uh, movie talk. But uh, there's some other talk that's going on. We are an NXT podcast. Mm. And we talk all about like NXT, the quote unquote developmental brand, yes. which is not really that to us. Um, but there's some some news with like them with their shows on the network. Obviously, Peacock, that huge deal that's that's coming up here. And hey, we didn't even mention NXT is now available in Canada. Yeah, we we watched it by perfectly normal means today. Yeah, thanks, Edge. Wink, <laughs> wink to Edge. Thank you, Edge. We watched it on cable. We're millennials. <laughs> we are thirty years old. We don't have cable. Don't kid us. But joking. Uh, yeah, NXT's in Canada now. You can watch it. I can love that Sportsnet, me. The score, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, the score. It's Is it the score? Sportsnet. Yeah, season. it used to be the score. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, so NXT's in Canada. Uh, but if you have Peacock, you could... Or sorry, NXT... Is, if you have Peacock or the WWE Network, you could be watching such great shows like Evolve. Mm. Great shows like Progress, mm. right? Just fantastic quality content. <laughs> From the WWE. You could, if you choose you to watch yeah. th- th- those things. You could also uh, watch uh, like all the network specials. You could be watching Elimination Chamber. Uh, I know Fastlane's going to be, what, the first like big 
Are what? you working for Beagle? Yeah, yeah. We're like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just noticing. There's so much. There's so Guys, much. Guys, you used to pay sixty dollars for WrestleMania, but this year, just for five ninety nine on the Peacock Net. What's going on? What are we doing? No, no. Just you auditioning for something and you haven't told me. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just interesting that there's so much. Like I listened to John Cena, Shot in the Dark, and you should listen to it as well if you want to get caught up. There's so many shows. AEW's t- talking about how the big show is commentary for their new show, yeah. and then there's a new. TV TNT show coming. There's just so much wrestling that like it it, it it consumes you. Yeah. Um. That no one out there can watch all of this stuff. So, uh. But NXT and WWE like seem to be doing this evolve thing and and the NXT UK with the progress thing and like there's so many shows now under the WWE umbrella because of this like deal and it's and it's crazy and then. If you thought, well, it's okay. There's still like the indies. There's other places. Well, not after today, technically, because then they just went up and picked up the biggest class of the WWE PC with like, what, 30 people? Who did that? They mean yeah. So I think what happened is Vince McMahon saw like the likes of Harlem Bravado and Taya Valkyrie <laughs> and just went, why are we paying the big show? When I could get these guys, ah. yeah. I, maybe you so, saw Parker Boudreau, like Christian, guy. yeah, yeah. But class of thirty, I believe they said biggest performance center class ever. Uh, just yeah. seemed to sign up everyone. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people here. I'm seeing the son of Rick Steiner, Bronson uh, Steiner, is what I'm calling him. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested in seeing him. He, he looks like a future star, and he like his dad was nuts. So I can't wait to see what he does. Um, there's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to read some of these names, Kira Forster, uh, Sean Ricker, Angela Arnold up. Uh, I mentioned Parker Boudreau and I'm probably butchering his name, but this is the guy that I had, everyone was kind of going off recently about the big signing. He's like six, four, 300 pounds. People, there's comparisons to Brock Lesnar and he's, he's been vocal. Okay. He's been vocal on Twitter. Like, yeah, I'd kill Brock essentially. Like, wow, okay. he's, he's already a worker. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm into that, but. Uh, there's, there's, sorry, Anthony Henry, uh, who people might recognize. I think he was what in Evolve and such. Yeah. So, uh, Anthony Henry kind of has that uh, like mixed martial arts style. Yeah. Um, and there were talks of some kind of, kind of like raw underground for Evolve is what I gathered from kind of the, the release. With Shane McMahon. So sick. Yeah. So I see Anthony Henry really fitting into that. We, we've talked before about having, maybe turning the North American Championship into that kind of division um, of that style of fighting. And it seems like they might be making their own show and obviously uh, packing their roster with guys like that. Fighters. Mm. Yeah, wrestlers. Uh, You mentioned Harlem Bravado. Now he's known as Chance Barrow. Okay. Weird name. Theresa Serrano, uh, who is Zoe Stark. So we saw her tonight and last week. uh, Tonight she will talk about her fighting eo here the some of the signings were very like they showed some of them tonight yeah. you could see uh i'm seeing some more here christian brigham um a guy who who's like from the indies i believe before he was christian casanova great name uh priscilla kelly who we kind of knew already that is here yeah. um drew casper brianna coda um sorry is that cora jade yeah okay that's cora jade who we've seen in the tournament there as well yeah. uh christian hubble who um, I believe is what, like a, a cheerleader or something, but um, 
I'm, I, no, I that's Blake Christian. That's Blake Christian. Yeah. yeah, I'm just reading the, the the little profiles here, and it says he's a former cheerleader. So that that explains kind of his uh, like athleticism inside the ring. But we saw him on TV looking really scared yes. today from, <laughs> in the crowd here. But there's someone we watched uh, and kind of went, "Oh, there's some there's something there," and then instantly snapped up. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Matrick Belton, who was like a former football player, Cameron Gray, uh, and Joe Ari is that Ariola? That that's uh, is that's a that's yeah, a, that's yeah. that's her name. Yeah, uh, and or his name and Taylor <laughs> so, Grado and Car- Carissa Rivera. So uh, a bunch of like indie people from all different likes, mm. and they're all officially now at the PC. So yeah, uh, one of those I, I kind of going through them fast, but one of them yeah is uh, Taya Valkyrie from like Lucha and uh, Impact and and all there. So Miss, Mrs. Morrison. Yes. So I, I I thought she'd go to the main roster, but. Yeah, I thought she'd go straight to the main, but maybe they have ideas and plans for her. Uh, she's someone I see being on TV very quickly. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm liking the fact that like they're getting all these people because they have so many shows that they can now like put you on, on so many different shows. So I'm like, I'm interested in that because they're they're seeming to just want to own wrestling. Yeah, like when you think of Disney Plus and the movies and stuff, you go there. But when you think of wrestling, you go here because there's all different types of it. Mm. Even that indie stuff, even the main stuff, like that's just how it is these days. But uh, happy to see all these people kind of make it to WWE. Everyone wants to make it. I know everyone's like, oh, they signed to WWE, <laughs> the devil. <laughs> ah, but like, fuck, wouldn't like. Yeah. Got to pay those bills. Yeah, food ain't free. No, like, come on. And you think wrestling? You think WWE? So I can't ever get mad for someone signing. No. It's entertainment that I enjoy to watch, and uh, hopefully, it's on shows that uh, I like to watch. And we watch NXT, and these people will most likely be on NXT. So can't wait to see where we're going. Should we? we I, I'm predicting that Parker Boudreaux guy um, is going to be a big star. Yeah, I mean, looking at him, he looks like a beast. Uh, if I was, um, oh, what's the Welsh guy's name? Blew out both his knees. Oh yeah, whoa, yeah. What happened to that guy? But, yeah, like wow. I, I'd be worried, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the guy that mind blanking. Yeah, here. I can't even remember his name. Someone you wore a hat. Yeah, yeah, Cena will help us out. Uh, Rich Holland. Holland. That's it. Fridge Holland. Fridge Holland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'd be a bit worried, maybe, if I was a fridge. Holland, and you see a guy like this coming in. Uh, Anthony Henry, someone I I enjoyed when I watched Evolve. I enjoyed his work. Yeah. Uh, someone I'd like to see more of. Uh, definitely kind of will have some great matches with people like Kushida and Kyle if if he's allowed to. Um, I'm interested in Priscilla Kelly, um, who's now going by Gigi Dolan. Um, yeah, I mean, we've kind of seen her, her and Cora Jade already. Um, I think there's enough maybe in the women's division right now. So have them in the PC for a little bit and do a few enhancement talent matches here and there. But in six months when you need to freshen up a bit and maybe we've lost people to the main roster, I think they're, they're pretty much ready to step right in. And, and that, that Christian Blake guy, uh, I'm, I'm reading Christian Hubble, so I'm not sure what the name he's going to be going down, but Blake Christian, uh, yeah, I, I think he's an interesting guy as well. Um, just from some of the stuff you showed me from impact, I was like, Oh, yeah, we fit in, fit in nicely with the cruiserweights uh, there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so interested. These are some of the stars that we'll probably be talking about. And then years later, we'll be the call-ups we'll be talking about. And we'll be pouring ones out for all of these guys yeah, as leave, well. Leave the memories alone. Oh, yeah. uh, so uh, any other news before we kind of jump into? Um, just one final little quick thing that okay. I know you'll find interesting. All right. Um, we all know my favorite wrestler here at Up Next 
or former wrestler, Midian. Oh, okay. And Midian is entering a favorite chef contest. He's an American chef now. What? And he's entering a cooking contest. Like Master Chef? Um, yeah. Something like that? So everyone go vote for Midian. Favechef.com. And Yo, hopefully if he wins, we can get him on the show. Wow. Shout out Midian. Yeah. Wow. Everyone uh, go do that. Yeah. For Midian. <laughs> I want to get Midian on this show. We need more guests here. We need more guests And on. I think who's better than Midian to break down 2013 NXT with us on What's Next? I mean, look, Justin, Cre- Justin Credible followed us on he Twitter did, today. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to want to get it. Maybe he'll be getting into the chef action. Maybe. I want to be in. I want to be watching this. This should be a show. This should be like all these former wrestlers now trying out to be chefs. I like it. I like it. Who would, who else would you put in, put in that? There was never a chef gimmick in WWE, was there? You kind of had Tegan and Candice as the bakers, sort of. <laughs> Didn't they like baking? Yeah, but it wasn't their like thing. Yeah, there was never ever like a chef. A chef. It's like the Swedish chef. Not that I can think of, no. But uh, yeah. Before we get, we have gone long to be, uh, today at the beginning, but before we get into NXT, uh, let's just promote some things we've got coming up this week. Uh, as we've already mentioned, BD Elite tomorrow at 1pm Eastern Time. Then on Friday, we're going to be joined by world champion Chris Elliott for a new episode of Up Yours on the Patreon, where we're talking all about Louis Theroux's Weird Weekend's the wrestling episode. Louis Theroux going to the power plant in 1999 WCW. Uh, very fun chat with Chris there. This was great. I honestly recommend anyone checking this out. Um, we found It's on BBC if you want to try to use your uh, VPNs and stuff. But uh, Daily Motion is a great website is all I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, Louis Theroux does this interview show and then he... It's only like 40 minutes and he goes to WCW and then the power plant with Sarge. There's wrestler cameos. And then he goes to like this like North Carolina indie place. It's indie deathmatch. Crazy. Place. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Elliott, a world champion, friend of the show, uh, he selected this and we chat all about it. And uh, we, we recorded this earlier this week and this show is, is super fun. So I, I highly recommend uh, checking this out because um, like a, a, a wild card. A uh, black horse, if you will, because we were like, "Whoa, what is this pick?" And it's amazing. And then I've seen like uh, John and Way have talked about it. I think the, some of the Grapple guys maybe have talked about it. Uh, Martin Bushby's definitely talked about it. And we talked to him as well last week on the Patreon. That's included because the PWG show we did, best match mm. ever. Uh, a lot of people messaging us saying uh, they love they love that show. So shout out Martin Bushby from BWE, but uh, post wrestling and the wrestling adventure with Andrew Thompson. Yeah. Um. So we did a PWG show, best match ever, and that was so much fun chatting all about the PWG stuff. And again, those are so many wrestlers that have gone through PWG mm. and now come through like WWE or AEW and stuff. That was wild. Um, we did a review of Office Space last week as well with world champ Richard Waterhouse. Uh, but this week, we have another best match ever. We do, yeah. We're going to be joined by friend of the show, Mike Murray, to talk all about the Never Openweight Championship in a new episode of Best Match Ever. We're talking about the likes of Ishii, Ibushi, Shibata, uh, who else is there? Suzuki, Takagi, so many great, great matches here. Um, 
highly recommend trying to check out as many as you can. I have put the links on the Patreon and we'll be recording that tomorrow. So still a bit of time to get your feedback in. Yeah, Best Match Ever is a show we do. Sometimes we have guests and we let people pick stuff. So Mike Murray, friend of Post Wrestling, picked the New Japan Never Open Weight title. So we, he selected a few handful of matches. We watch them, we review them, and then we rate them, give them star ratings, and we decide on what's the best. We've done these, like we said, with PWG and so many different match types and famous rivalries. There's, there's a specific match that's like, you know, uh, returning to wrestling mm. next Weak, technically. It's an exploding barbed wire death match. Yes. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting if we did a best death match ever, the BDE? <laughs> so look forward to that sometime in the next week or so. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. We're coming up to a new month, so just a little hint of things to come. We do have a best match ever, death match, exploding barbed wire. We're having a load of up yours next month we're going to be looking at into the spider-verse the animated spider-man film we're going to be looking at nxt takeover london and we're going to do a st patrick's day special with a review of leprechaun Leprechaun. all of this to come next month on the patreon but let's not talk about next month anymore yeah let's talk about this evening let's talk about NXT. Yeah, uh, follow along at Up Next Podcast Twitter because we're always tweeting. We have uh, Mike Hogan and John Cena helping us with the Twitter account and like live tweeting all the wrestling shows going around and, and tweeting out all the stuff. Go give us a follow. Give us the likes and retweets. Everything uh, helps us out, guys, including all the NXT content. We love uh, talking all about the, the signings and all the shows and everything. So at Up Next Podcast, go give us a follow. But yes, NXT time uh nxt from february 24th 2021 and we start off with the north american champion johnny gargano going one-on-one are you ready Mm -hmm. against dexter loomis yeah let's go yeah so the uh (laughs) johnny and and the way at takeover they did this like prep and then that's when dexter chloroformed and kidnapped uh, theory. Yeah. So they're doing this backstage thing again, and they got this new thing where they go, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. And then Austin Theory says, ooh, that should be a song. And they all look at him like, stupid idiot. Idiot. Uh, so they come out, they do their high-five pose, and again, Theory's like, oh, I wish I had someone else to high-five on this side. Again, f- foreshadowing here. Um, Loomis is slapping Johnny around. He loves a good slap, this Dexter Loomis. Uh, he slaps him and gets him on the outside and does a kip-up and not not selling Johnny here. Uh, then the way try to get involved, meaning Candice and Indy, they're all here with Theory, which allows a distraction, and Johnny hits a tope, Suicida to Dexter. They go to picture in picture and it's Johnny working on Dexter with like a camel clutch type thing. When we come back, it's Dexter who comes back with a bulldog and a spine buster and then like a pop up into another slap. But Johnny super kicks him. Theory has a chair and Johnny's like, hey, give me the chair. But Theory's like hesitating at one point and it looks like the chair gets thrown into him. Johnny turns around and eats the, the side effect Uranagi sit out slam into the silence like arm triangle Miami Vice, sorry, Anaconda Vice type thing, the silence. And Johnny goes to sleep and Dexter Loomis beats your North American champion. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Dexter Loomis kind of puts me to sleep a little bit. Um, and this wasn't the hottest way to start the show for me. Um, I think the match did pick up a little bit 
uh, after the commercial break, when they started actually, you know, hitting some moves, um, I find whenever there's shenanigans going on right now, and by shenanigans I mean distractions, steel chairs, that kind of thing, in this environment, unless it's done really slickly, it just seems like it falls apart. And I think it's a lot to do with the the kind of silence there. And I know NXT has a bit of noise, but it's still not the same as Full Sail would have been back in the day. And just the, it just seemed messy with these, uh, the distractions, theory with the chair. It kind of just derails the match for me. Um, yeah, we're, we're continuing with this Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano feud. It's going pretty much exactly the way I thought it was going to go. Obviously, Dexter now got the win over Johnny. So he's going to get a title match down the line. Um, this, this isn't what I want to see being done with this division uh like it should be we know johnny gargano is a great wrestler and we say this all the time but it's this is really dragging it down for me and it it kind of stunk to kick off the show yeah it puts a stink on the show when it starts off again we we've talked about dexter loomis and it's like maybe a bit too much is too much and it's the same thing every time he feuds with someone he's scary and he's creepy and oh and it's it's done it's it's way past that halloween is way long gone we're like let like maybe move on take a breather from it you don't need to have this right now and johnny yeah puts on a banger at takeover and then goes right back into this comedy gimmick continuing it obviously but then it's it's still not like delivering for me and this just didn't di- didn't really i talk about how i don't enjoy watching raw and i don't really enjoy watching smackdown too to an extent some of the stuff really good the wrestling really good this felt just like that. Q, you know, it's the same shit, like with your Reginalds and your whatever, like the distraction. How many people does Johnny have to have out there for a match? Like, it's And just... it's having the match to set up for the same match again. I, I hate that. Yeah, Champions yeah. lose to have the same match against the person where they then win. It's, it's 50-50 booking. It's giving me a match I don't particularly want to see more than once. Um... I, it doesn't really help anyone. I don't think um, this didn't. This didn't help me. This would have. We do the show. This. I'm. You know. I'm sorry, but this would have made me change the channel. 100%. I, w- I. I wouldn't have kicked off with this. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh. Just. Just not kind of what I see. Especially you. You. You dangled this carrot of hey. Remember Johnny? He's Johnny Takeover. He wrestles. I was like, wow, that match is great. Should we just continue this feud with Kushida on TV and just kill it every night because that'd be great let's push the wrestling the mm. wrestling the wrestling but instead it's it's this and they're playing it up like austin theory is now like kind of not sure if he's if he's friends or wants to be friends because same with indy she does this weird face yeah role. we've got a segment a bit later on in yeah, the night with them very strange um, uh so william regal's after after this match william regal's outside and he says to some staff here like hey when santos gets here you tell him to come look for me you tell Santos to come find me. I need to talk to him. It, it looked like, you know, when your Uber Eats says your food's here? Yeah. And you're like, well, where is it? He's just outside looking yeah. looking down the road. Well, where is he? So, yeah. It says he should be here. NXT starts at 8. Where where's, where's Santos? He's yeah. in our main event. Where he is he? angry tonight, our Mr. William Regal. His Uber Eats didn't get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so. To be fair, you've seen me get mad with food. Before, Uber Eats? So just food. If, oh. if I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame him. I ordered two for one green curry the other night. Yeah. Uber Eats guy, like so late, so late, shows up. It was, you know, buy one, get one free, but just here's one. <laughs> like they just, here, it's buy one, get one free. Yeah. 
So I'm like, sweet, a buy one, get one free deal. Buy it, pay it. And then when it comes, it's like, yeah, here's just one. <laughs> did you not click on the second no, one I, to make it free? I did, I oh, did. He just I, I got my refund, so I got right. a green curry for free. But I was like, well, I kind of ordered two. But I feel it's really potluck <laughs> these days. You order from Uber Eats and you just go, you I don't know, know what I'm going to get. Is my driver going to eat my fries? I don't know. <laughs> but don't fucking touch my fries. That's why I support local. Support local. Yeah. I, I do enjoy the Wayne's World's. And Wayne and Garth new Uber Eats commercials. They're very well done. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So Regal's pissed. Santos is not here yet, but he's in the match, in the crazy no DQ match tonight against mm. uh, Cross. Cross. And if he doesn't show up, the title is stripped. His Cruiserweight yeah. title is stripped. Uh, Wade is not here. They mention Wade is – he says he's in Dexter's basement. Help me, joking. But um, – they're like he's just at a remote location. He's just not here. Um, maybe he's he's you know got a cold or something because like, his voice did sound a little different. But he was through uh, like a. It's how Beth has been called again. The, yeah. the the last few months yeah. before she was there in person. Yeah. They they did just they just mentioned that he wasn't here. So I don't want to say yep. jump to ex- uh, conclusions, but he just wasn't here. But he he's still good on commentary. I will say until they showed him. Yeah, they there, didn't, I, I didn't, didn't notice at all. Like they've got this technology down yeah it's really impressive uh we forgot to mention the truck yes we didn't when william regal was like peeking his head outside like hey is my is santos here there's this big white truck in the background of the parking lot that uh when we were watching this our associate uh, producer john Cena was like you guys gotta check out that truck something's gonna happen with that truck all night he thought something Cena was convinced that wade barrett was gonna form the new new nexus the tonight. evolved and nexus. that's the reason why he wasn't there and they were all gonna come out of this truck yeah that's what and, he, that's literally what he thought and then told us he had an edible just before <laughs> yeah so. it all made sense <laughs> <laughs> everything evolves msk a video here for these guys and th- their path to the dusty classic and winning it and then there's like mixed in with clips of their past and like a down interview kind of thing and they're saying uh, we have Wesley who's like I was so excited and so ready and jacked and, and hyped and then Nash Carter's like I was so nervous yeah he dog. goes just before stepping out suddenly this wave of calm just washed over me and Nash Carter basically goes like I was shitting bricks yeah. I was so nervous <laughs> uh, they show clips of them from Dayton Ohio where they been tagging and teaming for a long long time fighting all over the world uh, they say they've been scraping and fighting to get here and uh, Nash Carter talks about his family and how he lost his dad and, when he was younger and how he does this you know, like for him, essentially, and the, the tattoo on his chest uh, in honor of his father and gets super emotional. I, I thought he, he's, he's fantastic. I think he's so good on the microphone. How can you not root for these yeah, guys? Yeah, exactly. They've, they've had, what, three matches on NXT so far yeah. and have killed it every time. Had so far a match of the year contender, I'd say, at TakeOver. And now... They're showing off their personality last week with the popcorn in the yeah. in the women's tag segment, and then just this video making them so human and relatable. And I thought they both sounded great. They ooze charisma. The, I, I say MSK is the best thing WWE might be doing right now. I think they've got Properly, it so yeah. so right with them, and these guys are going to be stars. And I think really light a fire under the tag division's arse in NXT as well. Uh, we would hope so, uh, yeah. considering what happens to them a little bit later. But um, And Nash Carter wearing this, like, John Cena t-shirt, but it's, like, one of those, like, purposely bootlegged, like, uh, what is the, the, it, the hip-hop album style? It's what you bought. I've got... Uh, Pen, yeah, whatever. it's the ones that they sell outside the arenas, right? Yeah. The fake ones that they go. Do you want a John Cena shirt? I love it. It's yeah, great. it was great. 
Uh, so they say everyone who's in our way, we going to serve them until it's MSK all night, all day. Uh, we get a Burger King profile. Yeah, you heard me. Burger King profile on Shotzi Blackheart. So much Burger King tonight. Lo- this was the start of the Burger... I wish we should just call the show Burger King. Because, <laughs> you know, you have it your way. We didn't quite get it our way this this episode of NXT. No. But Shotzi, just clips of Shotzi. Yep. And they're like, hey, Burger King play of the day or whatever. You think Shotzi orders a Whopper or Nuggets? Oh, I can see her... Angry nuggets. Whopper. I can see her ordering. Or like the spicy nuggets. I can see her having yeah. a lot of nuggets. I feel like she's the type who gets like the 10 or 20 nuggets. Yeah. That'd be something. Yeah. Well, it's, I do like the Whopper though. The Whopper's pretty good. I haven't had Burger King for so long. We don't really have them here. That, there's like Spadina, two or three Spadina, in Toronto. Yeah. It? They've kind of disappeared. But it's they're coming back though. Sketchy Burger King. They're coming back because yeah. they're sponsoring NXT now. So. XL bacon double, double cheese. That's what I go for. Wow. Yeah. What about the Kingfish? No. You're not a kingfish? No. <laughs> I don't think anyone orders the kingfish. I don't think anyone ever has ordered the kingfish. Filet of fish? Sure. Of course. Everybody goes for that once in a while. But the kingfish? No. No. Not them. Uh, we see MS, sorry, we see MSK backstage now and they're about to cut another promo, but they are instantly attacked by the grizzled young veterans. They're beat up and it looks like they take a chair, wedge Wes's hand in between it, and then stomp down on it. And he's screaming, "My hand, my hand!" It's in, he's screaming, and they they walk off. So it seems like MSK's taken out of action. Mm. So what do we? They, they later say that his his hand is broken. Yes, I'm I'm happy with this angle. If we're going to get another MSK grizzled young vets match down the line, um, I. Uh, yeah, I, I can see these two feuding for quite a while, and I think they're the sort of fresh faces in the division, so it makes sense to continue it. Yeah, so but they have a title match, so I guess they're not going to win. They're hurt. They're hurt. Can, they, can yeah. they go against the odds and, and, and win? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, we have our next match, which is Tyler Rust and Malcolm Bivens. They come down to the ring, and it shows a little early on tonight where it's Malcolm Bivens in like a training room with Leon Ruff. This was quite funny. So Leon Ruff is being checked on by a trainer. And as soon as the trainer leaves, Malcolm Bivens has been hiding behind like one of the the beds and just pops up wearing a black hoodie, pulls his hood off. He's smiling, grinning from ear to ear as he comes over to manipulate Ruff into a match. Yeah, so he's like, hey... um, all about diamonds and rust. They love to make puns about rust. I'm surprised Tyler Rust doesn't wear that AJ Styles rust shirt. I never rust. No way. So rest, he wouldn't never rust. He would never because he, he would Tyler rust. Rust is rust. Yeah, he is rust. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ty- Tyler Rust is uh, he's a strange one to me. He looks like he doesn't belong here or something. There, there's so, I I know what you mean. There, there is something uh, about his look, Hercules. That feels off and i don't know if it's his his gear gear it's how he has his hair and i like both of us we, we're about the wrestling at the end of the day yeah but and he's a good wrestler we, but we know also in wwe there is a bit of that kind of star thing about you there's nothing that really stands out from a look wise and there is something a bit off um but i think he's a good wrestler just something yeah. about the look is no not, i agree yeah. i agree uh, so 
he's going up against Leon Ruff here, and but Malcolm has the microphone. Bivens here and says success is taking advantage of every opportunity, like Leon Ruff. And uh, I think of Leon Ruff as a son I didn't have and never wanted. There's a diamond in the rust. Essentially, again, he says it. And as Leon Ruff makes his entrance here, he's attacked, but not by Le- by Rust or Bivens, but by Swerve. Yeah. So this continuing this feud here, we're we're definitely seeing this other side of Isaiah Scott, who just beats the hell out of Leon Ruff and is like, kind of like, sorry. I thought what was also a bit strange about the presentation. Um, I like Bivens a lot. I think Bivens just sounds so good. He's such a good character. The uh, Rust kind of, like, skipping in the background like Brock Lesnar does, you know, the... That's the, what I mean! It's the, the image. You see Weird. you see a guy in a suit talking on a mic, and you see the guy behind him looking mean and jumping around. The image is always Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, right? And But here, Rust was... It looked like he was doing an impression of it. He was kind of smirking. It just fell off. I... Yeah, it it did feel a bit weird. Um, it doesn't. It it just doesn't fit. What I don't know. Like I think I said it. I, I think I'm repeating myself. But Bivens had into sheer, and it was like, okay, that's a little weird, but interesting. Okay, you figure like maybe he he's a tag team leader, but okay, sure, let's do it. Let's go for it. That's just just pulled the carpet like out of it. So they're mm-hmm. like, all right, like that's over with. Then he goes to this guy, and it's, I feel like there's still maybe some stepping stones to find the right person or group or multiple multiple people yeah i do like feel it's more Stone. about bivens right now yeah um, that's what i mean I, he's the star of this act yes and even like even the way he's getting the matches you you see it as the way i'm reading this and it's weird because wwe never really goes into um like they don't use money as a storyline they don't do a whole you win the match you get money you get booked for the match but that's how it feels like bivens is doing it he's positioning he's manipulating other wrestlers to get Tyler Rust a payday, which therefore gets him a payday. Right. And that's why he's kind of like, like, he's okay about the losses. He's like, it's all right, we'll pick up again because the next week he's going to convince Leon Ruff to have a match. And then next week it will be, a what was it, Bronson Reed last week. And it's just to get paydays for him, I see. Um, or is he, is it, did he do that tonight? And he's the guy who maybe, you know, it made Swerve do that, or maybe now he's he's got Swerve in his sights. Maybe like, hey, yeah. like hey, I saw what you did out there. You know, maybe we could work together, and they form like some sort. Again, he should he should be like Robert Stone or whatever your your Team Taz kind of thing. Like cast your net over yeah. s- some stars. Be the mouthpiece. Imagine being the mouthpiece for for Swerve. I, do, I like that idea. I think Swerve is good on the mic as well. Me too. But I think it could be more if we're using Paul Heyman again. Paul Heyman with Swerve is more like Paul with Punk, right. Than Paul with Brock. Uh, but I agree. I think make the stable a bit bigger. I think Swerve would be a good addition. Uh, I was pleased to see Swerve here because he's impressed me the last few weeks. So it's nice to see he's still got a story going forwards as well. Um, yeah, I, like I know, obviously you go to like the the mouthpieces, like he's the Paul Heyman essentially. But I find he's he's quite different. So I I think him and I'm I'm now I'm just selling myself on him and Swerve mm. more more than him and Rust. I I feel like that's a great pairing and a great combo he both of them can cut great promos and then the great wrestling from swerve and he's a heel right now so yeah. and mivens and Bivens, sorry will get uh matching grills 
Oh yeah, that'd be Swerve. nice. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah, they're just evil, evil guys. Well, Kevin you Owens, Tyler Russ can have a grill as well. You want Tyler Russ? With yeah, he needs something. He, yeah, maybe that's what he needs. <laughs> maybe that's what he needs. Gets one of those coats like Swerve. Kind of looks like he's in the, in the Matrix or something. And then they can be called the Grill Guys. The gr- oh no. No, that sounds like some of the people that are in the competition with Midian. (laughs) True. Someone in the chat uh, earlier said that, uh, what would Midian uh, even cook on his cooking show? Eyeballs. Eyeballs or hog? Oh, yes. (laughs) Pig. Pig, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm interested in seeing where this goes. I think I'm just fantasy booking again, where I'm like, I want to see this. But maybe that's the direction they're going. But uh, the match doesn't happen. Rough and rust don't no, get to I, I think it does make sense, though, because Swerve has been going on about um, other people getting opportunities that he hasn't got and that kind of thing. So Bivens is the opportunity maker, right? He's Swerve needs a Bivens to book him for stuff. So I think it does make sense, actually. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. We have Zoe Stark backstage with William Regal earlier today. And he says, uh, sorry, I think it was after her match last week, Zoe Stark, with that move everyone was talking about, the the Zoe to sleep, essentially. Yeah. uh, The, like, crazy knee strike. Regal says, you were very impressive last week or in your match. So... uh, Yeah, this was at the PC. Yeah. It was, yeah, last week. He says, uh, well, after that debut, I'm giving you a match next week, tonight. Meaning. (laughs) With Io Shirai, non-title. Let's see what you got. William Regal's like, hey, you're new here. You impressed me. Let's see what you can do against the champ. So uh, Zoe Stark. Yeah, and I, I liked how Zoe Stark sold this as a, a big opportunity for her. Obviously, EO is top of the company, and no one's really expecting Zoe to win this. But she saw it as a big opportunity, and I thought she played it quite well. Uh, so Zoe Stark gets her entrance, and she comes down to the ring. But it... It, no, sorry. It cuts. It did this weird thing here. We're like halfway through her interview. She, she's being interviewed. It just cuts to a freeze frame of EO like backstage getting ready. Frozen. Frozen. But the audio's still there. But it's now like just quiet. But you can still hear the fake crowd noise. And then it just cuts back to like the empty arena. The empty arena. And then it's just Vic Joseph like, hey, sorry, like technical difficulties. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's just very rare for WWE to have. Technical difficulties. Retribution. Well, I mean, that's... Wade Barrett's nexus. <laughs> that's the thing. Everything's at work, right? Yeah. So you... WWE are normally so slick and you rarely see things like this happen that when it does, you question if it's leading to an angle. We did have... I mean, this is how Retribution did start not too long ago. Well, it's it's but, interesting. They, yeah, they... I felt sorry for Zoe not really getting a promo in here. Yeah, it was cut away. Yeah. We didn't get to really see it. Uh, it's interesting that everything is a work. I mean, we talked about the Kyle O'Reilly situation last week and we, on BD Elite, we were like, yeah, that we, we were just reading notes and like, hey, they said someone, it takes one person to go, yeah, this person's injured and so, such and such that it like spreads and you think this way. So they wanted to get over that Kyle O'Reilly was hurt, which we get into more so later. So mm. perhaps he, he is in fact hurt, but Perhaps it's a work. You, you don't really know. But when it's technical difficulties like this, it was it was like really awkward. It was like, why is this frozen on just EO standing? It happens. Yeah. We have technical difficulties. Yeah, of enough. course. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so Zoe Stark now is just waiting in the ring for a long time. They go to commercial. But when we come back, so all this time she's in the ring because they went to commercial. But when we come back, it's Cameron Grimes backstage and he's watching on his phone the Ted DiBiase Million Dollar Man 
like thing. Can you dribble the ball 10 times? I'll give you a thousand dollars when Ted DiBiase kicks the ball. Yeah. But it's like Cameron Grimes never watched it before. So he didn't finish the video. Yeah. So he goes over to some guy <laughs> who's like, Hey, I'll give you 10, I'll give you thousand dollars if you dribble this 10 times. So the guy dribbles it 10 times and Cameron Grimes is like, Oh, you, you could do it. How did you do that? And the guy's like, I, it's dribbling a ball. I, I don't know. DiBiase kicks yeah. the ball away. Like, he tells Grimes, like, did you not watch the whole video? Because he kicks the ball away. So Grimes is like, huh, I'll remember that. Very weird. This was very I, – I, I'm loving the Cameron Grimes thing. Do not get me wrong. I think it's such a good act. I think he's a great performer. But what – what was – this could have he's, been done so, so much better. It's now – I. the story is here, it's it's because he's fallen into money. So he's trying to be a – like a like yeah. the million dollar man, he's trying to be like, but he's people. he's new money. He's not born into money. It's new money, so he doesn't really know what to do, and he doesn't even get the to do the classic million dollar man shtick right. <laughs> he can't even do it right. Um, yeah, uh, this this is fine. We'll, we'll go back to more Cameron Grimes a bit later, but he he's entertaining enough. I think he he throws himself into it character wise, and it it was quite funny. Hillbilly Ted DiBiase, exactly. We get a information here that, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is out four to six weeks from... Mm. They don't really quite explain why, but, I mean, he was taken out from Adam Cole last week with the brain buster to the steps. So yes. you can just kind of be like, yeah, he's he's he needs some R&R, &R, uh, some KOR. Uh, so Kyle's out. So this whole time, Zoe Stark is chilling in the ring. <laughs> Look, so when we're, we're watching this show, we're, we often have our dinner as well during it we're, yeah. we're taking notes we're sometimes putting out a tweet promoting the twitch or whatever so sometimes you look down for a second and you miss something right here we both look at each other and go did that match happen did we miss did we match? miss yoshirai zoe starks did we miss it we've had three segments since zoe made her entrance yeah very uh, strange poor girl yeah it's like we're gonna cut up. your interview away from you and now you're just gonna stand in the ring while Cameron Grimes pretends to be Ted DiBiase. <laughs> it's a thing in wrestling. You ever go to like shows and you see them just hanging just out. Just wait. Always waiting. Yeah. It's very odd. Well, Io Shirai gets an entrance too. The champ, the women's champ here in NXT. Io Shirai versus Zoe Stark. Uh, Io early on keeps countering Stark's move and then lands on her feet but kind of slips up and then puts Stark in an abdominal stretch. There's the knees in the corner and goes for the 619 but Stark gets... Gets out of it and super kicks EO like to the outside. Uh, back in the ring, Stark runs into EO's knees for uh, a near fall. There's then a commercial break, but when we come back, there's more like transitions and uh, EO, EO like hits this crossbody. Um, but then it's, it's Stark who gets out of that, goes up top for a 450, but EO moves out of the way of that. So Stark like rolls through into like EO hitting another crossbody. It was some. Pretty fast back and forth. There is eventually uh, the 619, the Tiger faint kick from Io Shirai, the Shote face buster, palm strike, and then an awesome like Huracan Rana off the top avalanche there. Frankensteiner off the top from Io there. Then the Tiger lift into the backbreaker, like welcome to Chicago, but welcome to Tokyo. Then it's only a two count, and this is where Stark comes back with a German suplex, like out of desperation, but not enough to pin Io, who knocks her down again. Goes up top and hits the moonsault. Io Shirai pins Stark and right after the match helps her up, shakes her hand and is kind of like, hey, you got something there. But uh, there is something else that happens, but kind of before that, kind of, what do you think of the match? I thought it was all right. Um, 
I think this. I like matches like this where you have someone come up against someone we all know way above her. This is Io Shirai who's been champion forever. None of us think Zoe Stark's going to win. And it didn't hurt her at all in loss. Uh, she showed off she's got some impressive kind of big moves. There was a bit of clunkiness here and there. Like, she does still feel a bit green. Um, but I think it's always special when Io Shirai wrestles. I think she's such a star. And I thought the match was all right. Yeah, uh, this this help, This is what you need to do to new stars. It's like, hey, you're brand new here. You kind of impressed everyone last week with that move. It was all over like Twitter. Like, oh, what was this go to sleep here from Zoe yeah. Stark? And then... Right away, it's like, hey, face the champ and like see what we 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 all know she wasn't going to beat Io Shirai, but we wanted to see what she could bring, and and she she definitely showed some some awesome stuff. So I can't wait to see more of her. Instantly makes you something here. Now we know who you are. Yeah, you definitely know who you are. So it's like, yeah, going forward, there's definitely slots for Stark here. Uh, yeah, I thought this was fun. After the match, though, like I said, Io helping her up, but Tony Storm comes out on the ramp and says, EO, look at you fighting whoever you want. At TakeOver, you pinned Mercedes, but you didn't pin me. You can't beat me and you're scared. How's your how's your face doing after I kicked you last week? And EO's like so upset, grabs a microphone and says, I'll fight you any place, anytime. And... This is basically Tony's plan, like goading her in here, like, all right, really? Because I think you're scared. So uh, it looks like we're getting Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. They announced just after this in two weeks. Yeah. So for the title. I haven't been a big fan of Tony on the mic, but I thought she sounded pretty good here. It was straight to the point. I like when heels are kind of justified with their logic. She's like, hey, you pin Mercedes because... You know you can't beat me. I've mm. beaten you before and you're scared. And it's it's heel logic, but it makes sense. And you go, yeah, Tony probably does have a gripe because she did win that tournament and then was shipped to NXT UK and kept away from EO. And in, during that time, EO won the championship and she hasn't got a one-on-one -on -one match against her. So uh, I thought Tony sounded pretty good here. Um, please, we're getting this match on TV and it's not on a kind of bigger scale like a takeover, but... Um, I thought these two worked well in the Mayon Classic a few years ago, and they both changed quite a bit character-wise. So I'm interested to see it again. Yeah, both of them have like grown up and and evolved and such. So I'm interested in seeing the one-on-one. -on -one. I I kind of didn't. I wasn't a fan of that triple threat realistically, no. and I feel like the one-on-one -on -one is is the better option. And between these two, yeah, they should kill it. Yeah, I. Tony needs to step up a game for me ring wise. Um, and if you're going to do it against anyone, Io Shirai is the one to do it against. So, uh, I'm hoping for a good match there. This is a dream match part two. Remember years ago, we mm. watched the first one. I said it was a dream match for me. <laughs> the two favorites, Tony and Io. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Good. Happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Cameron Grimes. Oh, sorry. Not Cameron Grimes just yet. It's more goofballs. It's uh, the way. Yeah. The way. Johnny's mad at Theory. He says, all you had to do was hit him with the chair. Why didn't you hit him with it? He goes, hey, Johnny, the chair, was it really necessary? He's like, what, what do you mean? You should just hit Dexter with the chair. Well, I think Dexter is misunderstood, says Austin Theory. And they're kind of like looking around like, Are you, what's wrong with this guy? What's going on? Uh, clearly teasing that he has Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. He, he likes He's fallen Dexter. For Dexter. He's yeah. fallen for Dexter. 
They go, he's a psycho. You know he kidnaps people. He does this all the time. He's scary. He's a psycho. What's wrong with you? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Indy Hartwell says, well, I think Dexter's kind of hot. He's like, what? what the hell is going on here? What is happening? Not quite uh, what is happening, like office space. <laughs> What's happening? More like, what is happening? <laughs> um, so St- he mentions you have Stockholm Syndrome and it gets mad, like t- theory, but... I'm looking forward to the dates between Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. Where it's going to be them both at the table, Dexter not talking, Indy laughing at his jokes, even though he sat there silently. Oh, you're such a good listener, Dexter. That kind of stuff. <laughs> it's going to happen. Why are you, you know it's it? going to happen. Oh, so, you know someone already listens and, and they're going to take that and they're going to do it now. <laughs> but yeah, just more of this shit. Like, I'm I'm not into this at all. Um, this, this Gargano character's gone on way too long and uh, Dexter as a character, fine. I just don't want him anywhere near any... Any titles or any wrestlers I enjoy to watch wrestle, unfortunately. I think he's got them like, is it, are they going like with a, not a possessed thing, but like under the, his spell of like, you, you fall in for, Theory and Indy both are like, like just starstruck by yeah. him now recently. So like, what are they, they're going to join him or they have to, they want his affection, his love. They're going to fight over it. Sure. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. It's, it's so stupid. The whole thing's stupid. It's so dumb. This whole story's stupid. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't have much more like to jo- add to it. Like, Johnny's a champion here. He should just be having matches, you know, like wrestling, because he's a champion. Yeah. He should just wrestle wrestling matches, because, you know, I like wrestling, NXT wrestling. I like that. It's good. Yeah. I, I like that show. Oh, it's not what they want to give you. Sorry. <laughs> this This show felt like an alternate timeline. It felt something was off tonight for sure. It yeah. felt weird. This show felt different. I don't know if it was produced by different people. I don't know what was going on. There was multiple times in the show, I, I, eyebrow raised. Yeah, I agree. It, it did feel off from the kind of technical difficulties to that aside, but like to yeah. like the length of time Zoe start waiting for a match. Like I know it sounds small, but it, yeah. it's just little things that just did feel off tonight. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Cameron Grimes is backstage, uh, but it's daytime now. Yeah, again, another thing fell off tonight. Continuity. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes with some people, some new of the, the, the signees here. Um, I think this is um, Anriel Howard, who is a former like women's basketball player here. Okay, um, cool. And she, you could, she, she, she's sitting down, and yeah. he's like, hey, can you dribble? Clearly, he's now watched the video yes. with Ted DiBiase. And he's like, hey, can you dribble the ball? And she's like, yeah. So she stands up, and she's she, he, like way taller than him. So he's scared, and he's shook. Uh, and she ba- outballs him. He tries to like play a little one-on-one. He tries to kick it out the way and she goes through the legs and starts dribbling around him and does the 10. Yeah. And uh, takes $1,000 from Cameron Grimes. So he's not good at this. No. This million dollar man basketball thing. I would like to see Cameron Grimes like just have a basketball gimmick for no reason. (laughs) Uh, More on Cameron. We've got Harlan Bravado now. Does he do basketball? Doesn't he wear basketball jerseys or something? Him and Cassius Ono fucking love their basketball jerseys. We were just talking about basketball wrestling recently. Who are we talking about? Shaq. Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) We also talked about Human Tornado on uh, the PWG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He followed me this week, too. All the the wrestlers are following me. All the wrestlers that aren't wrestling anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know you want Midian to follow you. I do, yeah. Gotta get him on the show. Uh, we go to our next match. It's, some would say, the, the grudge match of the evening. Casey Catanzaro versus Zaya Lee. Casey and Caden, they're so upset with Zaya that she's become this new Zaya Lee lethal weapon that they, they, they tried to confront her. And now they get what they wanted, a match with Zaya. They got in, they stuck their nose in Zaya's business with Tian Shaw. They got to pay the price. They do. So They're in for a purge. The purge. Zaya Lee said next week it's a purge. And tonight we purge. Yeah. Zaya Lee comes out. The epic entrance with, uh, is it Mei, Mei Ying? Mei Ying. Mei Ying and Boa. Boa. Looking great. I love this entrance. So <laughs> sick. So gangster. Zaya comes into the ring, stare down with Casey. The match starts. She goes after Casey, who keeps avoiding all the kicks and stuff. Uh, cause we've seen Zaya Lee just finish matches with like roundhouses lately and just win it, like spinning roundhouse. That's it. But Casey's flying around. There's a head scissors. Zaya finally gets her in the corner and just stomps her out. There's kind of like a million dollar dream, uh, another Ted DiBiase reference, mm. more like the money clip, uh, same thing kind of thing. Same yeah. Thing. <laughs> not good. Um, <laughs> Vic Joseph on commentary, one of my favorite things he's ever said is Casey Catanzaro needs to beat the friendship back into Zia Lee. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> she needs to beat the friendship back. You will be my friend. <laughs> That's what he's saying. She needs Essentially, to yeah. Casey gets some offense in, hits the Miz type clothesline in the corner here. Casey clearly a big fan of uh the WWE champion. Yeah, the awesome one. Um, and then hits this like senton flip for a two count. Uh, Zaya goes to the outside. So Casey follows her, but Zaya then throws Casey into the, the scaffolding. Great thing. She then stomps on Casey's like ankle. Mm. And Casey is selling this like, oh, my ankle, my foot. Zaya then drags her back into the ring. This, this spot was cool. She dragged her by the hair up the stairs, across the apron, into the ring. Looked really cool. That was the best part of this yeah. whole thing. Uh, she drags her into the ring. And then she's about to like clearly set her up for this kick that she's been using. But then again, just something was off. All of a sudden, these referees just ran out. And then the camera quickly cuts back to the match. And then... The ref's like, oh, I, I got to stop this match. We need help. We need help. And then it cuts like, oh, they're coming out. But it's like, well, well, wait, why were they? Okay. Well, all right. So the match is thrown out. Zia Lee wins because Casey can no longer continue because of this like stomped out ankle. All I these- think it was the knee yeah. she was attacking. They, yeah. they, they help her up. She's standing up, selling the, the leg. And Zia Lee does this, the roundhouse kick, knocking her down in the head, knocking her out. And Zia Lee stands tall and basically was like, told you don't get in my business and you have been purged so uh she then goes back up and poses with her crew yeah um i i really like the end of the match i think the the kind of attacking the the leg the referee stoppage really puts her over as a badass and then adding insult to injury with the kick at the end um i thought this should have been more of a squash though i i thought casey got way too much in and it's kind of too early to see the new iteration of Zaya yeah. giving stuff. Like I feel the time when she should be like starting to be more 50, 50 with someone should be a bigger deal. Yeah. Should be maybe not an EO, but someone else who's like more on that level than Casey and Caden. Um, but then they did go to the finish where she just destroyed her. And I, I did like that. Yeah. I, I, 
won't lie. I, I did think that this was just going to be her squashing her. And I kind of took the, the mystique away for a little while because she's getting beat up by Casey. So I was like, all right. Like it was, it, it reminded me of Goldberg. So Goldberg comes in and he's, spe- I'm sorry I'm comparing Zaylee to Goldberg, no, 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 I but know what you mean. Goldberg comes in, he hits two moves and it's done. Zaylee's been doing that. Yeah. Now all of a sudden Zaylee's like doing some other stuff and you're like, ah, oh. and like, no offense to, to Casey, but she's not, she's, she's still kind of green in her own way. And it just, it was kind of like, okay, well, wait a second. What's happening? Why isn't Zaylee just well, killing her? I think for me, that kind of shows where they're positioning Zaylee. Zaya, they see Zaya still on this level, right? And sh- so she should be competitive with a Casey and a Caden, um, I think, because the other weeks they've been against no ones, nobodies, hasn't it? Been like Cora Jade and other random people who they haven't even really bothered naming. Yeah, they're the ones she's been killing. But I think now she's having a bit more competitive against main roster, not main roster, but main NXT talent. Um, I mean, you know, but yeah, I see Zaya a bit above that. Yeah, I see Zaya above Goldberg. <laughs> Sorry, Goldberg, who? Zaya Lee. That's I it. do think also if there were crowds, they'd be really behind Zaya here. And even though she's doing the heelish things of kicking her after the match, I can hear chance of one more time. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, you said Goldberg, like that's what it is. Like she'd kick her in the head and then walk, walk. Back to Mei Ying and the crowd are going one more time. She looks at Mei, turns around, kicks her in the fucking head again. Yeah, uh, I I want more of the badass style. And up against Casey, no offense to Casey and Caden, but I wanted Xylee to like just crush them, just kill them with the yeah. kicks and stuff. She yells at them basically like, hey, you got what you deserve. Stay out of my business. Yeah. Also, she wasn't even doing anything mean. She's just been winning matches. <laughs> And they're like, hey, we're not winning matches, but you've been winning matches and we don't like you. Realistically, Casey and Caden were the were the dicks in this situation. I think so. Yeah. And uh Caden here is getting in trying to get in the face of Mei Ying as well. And Boa Boa does a talk to the hand. She's trying to get past, and he's just like again, like basketball blocking her by putting the hand in the face. Roundhouse kicks her. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) But I imagine Caden, it'll be Caden's eye in a couple of weeks. Yeah, or, yeah, next week, a few weeks, and they'll probably just do the exact same thing. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I I like this character of Xia Li and Boa and Mei Ying and this whole, again, it was more of a mystique, and the curtain got pulled a little too far back, I think, too Mm. soon maybe, because it kind of showed me like, oh, well, it's still it's. Still Zai Still Zai yeah. I agree. Uh, she's lit now. I love the look. I love everything. Uh, I'm interested in this. More more of this, the stories. More of the tales. Mm. More. I want Mei Ying. I need. I think I need Mei Ying now to do more things. Mei Ying. I think oh, it's, it's still really early days all right, in this. All right. Zaya versus Caden. Mm. Casey comes out afterwards and like for the save. Therefore, it's two on one. And Zaya's like, oh, like I could take these two. And Mei Ying gets Cuts up. Cuts her heads off. <laughs> With a sword. <laughs> she stands up and like that's a moment and they're like, oh, like the scary lady's standing up. Yeah. So that's that's what I want to see. Mei Ying. Uh Raquel and Dakota Kai, a video for their title match next week. So it's kind of recapping the Dusty Classic women's tournament. Raquel and Dakota winning. The the back and forth between the champions, WWE women's champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax last week, in which we, we all kind of thought was a pretty good segment between the four mm. of them. Uh, then I watched Elimination Chamber with Zia, uh, Nia oh, yeah. and Shayna, greatest tag team. Uh, so Raquel and Dakota 
say that uh, like Nia Jax and Shayna don't know what's coming. Like we're we're the new force. We're the new baddies here in WWE. And what a better time to take these titles. And Nia and Shayna cuts to them sitting down. They're like, these guys are a joke. <laughs> these girls ain't gonna beat us. And Nia says they got to meet the irresistible force. That's what she calls herself. Yeah. Oh, she Naya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naya is the irresistible, irresistible force. force. Meets the unmovable object. That's the one. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good video package. I like how they kind of intercut moments from Shayna and Dakota's past uh, in this. I thought the videos were pretty good this week. It, it made this match feel like a big deal. Uh, the opening of the show kicked off with a great promo package for Cross and Escobar, making it feel like a big, worthy main event. Um, and I like the MSK video. So, unfortunately, I, I think I enjoyed the video packages the most on this week's show. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes is now outside. And look, it's dark now. So that's good. It's, yeah. It's live now. We're live, pal. Uh, he's still trying to find people to do this thing. And he sees this guy standing, like, in the parking lot. The truck is there, by the way. That truck. That, that truck. He finds some guy and he's like, hey man, I got a, I got a challenge. Can you do 10 dribbles? And the guy's like, yeah, I can do that. Just like the Ted DiBiase thing. And he's like, what? Uh, you've, like you're basically like, oh, you've seen this video? It's like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, so he, he just decks him and knocks this guy out. The money flies everywhere. He laughs. He's laughing. He's Scrooge McDuck. And he says, Ted DiBiase, kiss my grits. Money can buy happiness. And he walks off. <laughs> the punch did quite make me laugh. Yeah, I, I didn't actually see that coming. I thought that was pretty a fun punchline to the gag. Um, what other rich people can he try to emulate? Don't say Donald Trump. <laughs> it's even rich. Uh, <laughs> Not anymore. But famous, famous people with money: Scrooge, uh, Million Dollar Man. Uh, sure, he's going to do an Okada Jeff day. Bezos, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, <laughs> he's gonna wear the Steve Jobs turtleneck, but he'll borrow Omos's turtleneck. Right. <laughs> Glasses. Can like. he do just the turtleneck? Still have his bare chest. Just, <laughs> just the, the turtleneck. <laughs> just the turtleneck part. Yeah. That's like cousin Eddie in Christmas Vacation. <laughs> he has just the turtleneck part under his sweater. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes. The rap video was great. I wasn't too big on these uh, tonight. They were okay. I yeah. think overall, I didn't enjoy this week's show. And I think when it's a bad show, I'm, I don't enjoy the comedy segments quite as much. If you have a great show with some good matches and then you have Cameron Grimes doing funny stuff, it breaks it up for me a bit more. But when nothing was really landing for me tonight, so I could have done with something else other than stupid comedy. I, 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 you could continue the million dollar man thing like he could go get scheduled for a match and then he goes, hey, 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 here's some money. Don't lay down. And then he pins a guy. Like, you could do that. I'm like, are they getting DiBiase Jr. to face him? He hasn't wrestled for a while, but... It's a new I don't know, day. it just seems calling out DiBiase a lot. DiBiase Jr. Yeah. I don't know if he's showing up and doing it. I think something... He just got in trouble for something. Oh, really? I'm not sure what. It's really? wrestling. I don't want to... Yeah, who knows? But I, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Get Cena on the case. I, I, he was in the news recently. Oh, okay. So it probably involves money. I know I mean, Cena was in the news oh yeah Ted DiBiase Sr. was doing oh it was his brother it wasn't him it was okay. DiBiase Jr.'s brother wow there's right. another DiBiase sorry my, my apologies my apologies um I 
<laughs> I occasionally look at this one photo of T- DiBiase. I've showed you it, uh, where he's just in the fur jacket leaning. Right. Just, it wasn't the, one of the greatest photos I've ever seen. It's just <laughs> DiBiase in a fur jacket leaning. Dare, I recommend looking it up. Um, we go to our next match, and it's a tag team match. It's the the oddball pairing, the odd couple of Killian Dane and Drake Maverick who come out. I love their theme song. The remix of the whistle song, Woohoo, with the like heavy rock theme. It's it's great. It's so ridiculous. It's so good. But they're facing the grizzled young veterans. Zach Gibson comes out with the microphone and he says, Oh, what some breaking news that Wes Lee has broken his hand. Oh, that's just terrible. What a what a terrible thing. But the main headline is that William Regal gave us a hefty fine for attacking MSK earlier tonight. And James Drake grabs the microphone here. He says, but don't worry, we did it for you. We did that for the NXT universe. Imagine just a few weeks without MSK jumping all over the place like children. And then Zach Gibson grabs the mic back and says, so no more MSK, but now we have to fight you. And he points to Dane and Drake Maverick. And calls them Shrek and Donkey. <laughs> and then it cuts to them and they're like upset. And then I'm like, oh my God, it is Shrek and Donkey. Uh, and the it's match a good starts. description. It's so yeah, good. It's, it's good literally description. Shrek and Donkey here. Shrek's like Dane and he's the grumpy guy. And yeah. uh, Killian you know, Dane. little thing hopping around and being annoying. I, I like that boulder. It's a nice boulder. I love Shrek. Shrek is lit. Um, so the match starts off and it's Killian Dane who's using Drake Maverick as a weapon, body slamming him onto James Drake. It's the battle of the Drakes. Too bad Drake Younger wasn't the ref here. Because then it'd be Drake, Drake, and Drake. That's very true. Three Drakes. Lover boys. Um, William, sorry, (laughs) William Regal. Um, Killian Dane is now beating everybody up here. Slamming, like I mentioned, slamming Drake as a weapon. Uh, he double, like, choke throws both Grizzled Young Vets to the outside and then looks as if he's going to set up to like do a move, but instead grabs his partner, Drake, Maverick, and throws him over the ropes, thus making him do like a tope con hilo to the guys to the outside. I thought this was a really good spot. I know the whole use your buddy as a move it's, thing. Yeah, happened. most of their tag moves are just Dane hurting Drake as offense, but it, it works for the team. I think it's quite fun. Yeah, uh, th- this move looked great. Uh, so the match con- continues, but they go to a commercial break. But when we come back, it's Dane who's hitting like a belly-to-belly on James Drake. And then J- James Drake jumps on the shoulders, but then Zach Gibson jumps up. So he's carrying both of them and then does a fallaway slam, Samoan drop combo on both of them, followed up by the standing senton for a two count. The Grizzled Young Vets come back with the missile drop kick flatliner combo. Maverick tries to come back with like a bulldog and goes up top, but they dump Dane out of the ring and they hit Drake Maverick with the ticket to mayhem and the Grizzled Young Vets beat Dane and Drake. A pretty entertaining match. I think this is kind of how the tag division has felt now for the last year or so. I think they've got very talented teams there that can put on very good matches, but... um, it just lacks that star power, I think. And I it's starting to get it with Grizzled Young Vets and at MSK. Um, 
Dane and Drake are obviously on the lower of the card, but they're still capable of putting on a fine match, and I thought this was pretty entertaining. They're like Breezango. Exactly, yeah. They're like the, the comedy L- tag below team. below them, I'd put, but yeah, yeah. same idea. Because the match cut, had some fun stuff yep. in it, I thought so. So uh, it obviously was here to get Grizzly Young Vets even more over, to kind of continue this feud with MSK going forward in a few weeks, but it was a good spot I for I wonder if... Uh, like grizzled young vets are gonna somehow kind of politic a, a championship match, yeah, and they actually win the titles off of oh. Oni and Danny, oh, and then MSK are chasing them. It can be in like a multi-team thing, maybe. To be honest, with writing out Wesley for a few weeks with the hand, I thought that's what they were gonna tell us. Yeah, when he came out, I know he always cuts his promo, but he goes, "Hey, I have some breaking news about them and the broken hand." I was like, "Oh, did they get what you got their spot instead?" And they didn't say that. I, I kind of was expecting that, but it, they didn't say that. So does MSK even have their match next week? Maybe not. I don't think so. I think yeah. they're written off for a few weeks. And I, I think Danny and Oni are so cold now. Oh, that yeah. I would just put it, I'd put it on these guys. Put it on these guys and have MSK chase them. Yeah, no, no. Just do the match again this time for the title. We love Danny and Oni, but it's kind of that character. The heel turn is fizzled out. So f- once... Yeah. Pat McAfee, it's it's done. Like yeah. that's run its course, and it's time Pete, to. Pete didn't win the title, yeah. so they've kind of failed. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No Pat. We see Santos Escobar shows up in an SUV. Once again, we see that truck. Santos shows up, and Legato del Fantasma, his two boys, like basically act security here. They're standing outside of his car, just holding, staying there, like we're protecting this guy. Um, and we go to commercial, but when we come back before this match, so meaning Santos is here to face cross. When we come back, we see Dane in the back carrying Drake on his shoulders because he's hurt his buddy walking through the back. And in the corner of your screen, you see Imperium walk by. You see one, two, three, just three, I think. And Alexander Wolf turns into the room that Dane and Drake in and stares at, down with Drake and is kind of like, hey, funny seeing you here, kid. Uh, it's a good little callback considering they were in sanity together. So uh, are we going to see this match? I think this is the first time we've ever seen them talk to each other. Yeah. Even though they're <laughs> yeah. in sanity, like these guys didn't talk. And this wasn't them. much talking here no. either. So very, very interesting. Yeah, I like the callback. Um, definitely hinting at Volta probably showing up. Um, again, that kind of Imperium being back in the fold adds something to the tag division again. I know they've been there for a while, but with some fresh faces like MSK there, MSK Imperium, something I'd, I'd be down for seeing. Um, yeah, uh, Alexander Wolf and Dane, do you think we get a little match down the line? Yeah, a tag, a tag match. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the camera work here that you saw them walking, and as a wrestling fan, you were like on the, like, oh, oh, wait, is, is it? Because you knew they, he wasn't, but you're like, yeah. you want to know if Walter is showing up. So that's definitely a, a I see that him coming over soon. I see a more integrated of some of the stars, like a shake-up kind of thing. Uh, so it's time for this match, this street fight. I'm going to say parking lot brawl because that's what it starts off as. Karrion Cross starts off with Scarlet in the in the arena with his entrance, but it's a fake-out as he attacks the SUV, attacks Legato del Fantasma, beating these guys up. Santos reveals himself, and he starts brawling with Karrion Cross in the parking lot. It's the NXT parking lot, therefore it's a dangerous, dangerous place. Um, all three guys are beating up on Cross, and they're, like, slamming him into the car and stuff. He takes out both of them, chases Santos to this truck... And Santos tries to go into the back of it, lifting up the door. And then eventually 
slams it down on Cross's like back here, which looked great. Like, oh man, that would really hurt. Have those things scare me? Those backs of the trucks, car oh, yeah. things, those lift things. Yeah, ouch. When when you're like slamming it and then like gravity takes over and yeah, they come down really quick, I mean. and you're like, oh, oh, it's like, oh, 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 didn't know my own strength. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> uh, so he does that onto the back of Cross, and then he. It just pisses him off even more. So he continues to chase after Santos. Santos then locks himself into the front of the truck, like locks the door while he's in the driver's seat, passenger seat of the truck. So Cross just like looks under this like rig of this truck and there's all these like tools and stuff, including like a pickaxe. It's like Yukon Cornelius here starts swinging it, not at the window, but at the like side of the truck. This is what I found dumb. And I guess they didn't want glass everywhere, maybe. But then don't bring out a pickaxe. Because if if you see someone's locked themselves in a car and then you're trying to get into the car and go for the glass, not the metal. I yeah. don't know what he was trying to yeah, achieve. I don't know how you get in through there. You would I think he was just trying to scare yeah, him. Yeah, he was trying to scare it, him. It, just smash the window. This was very horror movie-esque. Like, how many more horror movies is there a chase with the killer and someone's in the car? I'm thinking Scream when the, the locks, like yeah. when he's unlocking the thing. I, it was definitely that. And I know Cross is definitely into the horror movie thing. Yes. So it definitely was giving me that vibe. Like, the killer, when he's swinging the axe, the only thing is it's wrestling. He He throws the axe down eventually, and it's just there while everyone's fighting. It's like, any one of these people could pick this up and use it, and no one does. <laughs> It's just, it's like you, it's what's the, the check? You gotta draw a line, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but it's wrestling, so like, I don't know, you know, there is a line, but just saying, just I, throw I, it, I kick it under the truck. Because uh, we, on top five moments of love recently, we talked about the uh, Triple H, Stephanie, Vince angle. Yeah. And that's kind of when I was just getting into right. wrestling. And I'm like, wait, is this match for, for your daughter, like to save your daughter from this man, and it's no DQ? Wouldn't you just shoot him? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is me at like 10 years old. Yeah. Just going, just shoot the guy. No, there's laws. There's <laughs> no, laws. no, it's no DQ. You, you right away those laws. Uh, but yeah, no one used the pickaxe, unfortunately. The pickaxe used against the tr- side of the truck, but not on someone. So Legado del Fantasma, again, numbers game. They're like slamming Cross's head against the, the thing. He's throwing the guys onto the truck. He's like throwing all p- these guys all around the place. Uh, but they eventually beat him up, like s- basically throw him back first and he- back of the head first repeatedly into the truck until he's like unconscious. And they all drag him back inside into the arena down to the ring, and it seems like this match is starting technically in the ring, and Scarlet's just there looking concerned, but as soon as Cross sees Scarlet, he, like, hulks up here. He's beating up these guys. He throws these guys at one point, like, I think it's Joaquin Wilde, into uh, Raul Mendoza, who then, like, falls into the glass or the plastic and just, like, goes flying. The whole match is every now and then both these guys will will show up again to try and interfere and Cross will just murder them. Yeah. Just smash them through plexiglass, throw them against that fencing, power bombs on the floor, that kind of thing. But I think Mendoza and Joaquin are just great bodies to throw around. Yeah. They, it, it was very entertaining. They looked great bumping around yeah, here. Exactly. Like being thrown into everything. This is where we got our cameo of uh, Blake Christian, who's just like shocked <laughs> in the crowd. Like, what is going on here? Um, and we go to uh, a commercial break that's picture in picture. And it's Santos who's got the advantage. And he's working on cross in the corner with like a drop kick, uh, the knees into the corner. When we come back, he wraps around a chair around cross's neck. 
and throws him into the like turnbuckle. Oh no, here. he did it around the shoulder. Was it the shoulder yeah, from his, the truck? His shoulder got separated, right. so the whole and, match was targeting that shoulder. Yeah, even the truck spot with the the, the door, it was onto like the, onto the back shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I thought this was we've seen it around the neck done quite a few times, but I actually thought this looked really cool because not only did it attack the shoulder, but kind of the base of the chair that you would normally sit on was then going right into his face. Yeah. So I thought it looked a really cool spot. Yeah, it looked ouchy. Uh, he's beating him down. There's then uh, Santos who hits like a tope and then he stomps on his hand. He goes for a suplex, but it's Cross who finally comes back, counters with a suplex of his own, then overhead belly to belly, and then Cross uh, like takes out... Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. He takes out Legato Del Fantasma, who once again attack him, and he beats the hell out of them. There's a spot, I think it's on Wild, where he power bombs him into the, like, like fence glass thing. But, oh, this looked nuts. It, was, it reminded me of Seth Rollins' buckle bomb. Looked like yeah. that. Uh, he, like, it looks like he, they, he's officially taken out Legato Del Fantasma from this match. Like, you watch that, you're like, I don't know you're if You're done now. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you're getting up from that now. And... Santos is trying to escape ringside, going over to the commentary table. Cross follows him. While they're both standing near the announce table, Karrion Cross hits Santos Escobar with the Doomsday Saito through the announce table. This looked bonkers. He picks him up. Right on his head, it looked like as well. Crazy. This, I don't think I've seen a Saito suplex on a announce table before, but this looked great yeah so really like, really good like kind of like the backdrop suplex kind of move the like real the, if you've seen this move before but through it announce table Looked just right nasty he picks him up brings him back into the ring hits him with another doomsday saito suplex and then sets him up for the i guess i'm calling it the cross the hidden blade the, not the cross blade i don't know Similar the rolling the, elbow. It's, it's the forearm, isn't it? Forearm yeah. to the back of the head. Um, not quite like Osprey does it, where he swings it. Yeah, just like thrusting it into the back of the head. It's not quite. It's not quite the hidden blade. It's not quite the Judas effect. No, it's it, just the cross. It thing. needs something. I love the idea of it, especially for his character. I think it works like some kind of like just deadly finishing move. Yeah, yeah. I think it really works for him. He needs to get. Like when when Osprey does his hidden blade, he has the nap perfectly. You know the the slap for the yeah, noise. Whatever it sounds it is. great. Yeah, I think this could do with a bit of a nap or just just a bit more like fucking oomph added to it. Yeah, I like the idea of the move, but it hasn't been executed well so far. No, that doomsday through the table got me so but perked up. Great. It looked great, and then the finish was this really lame elbow. Yeah. It was it was like oh okay. Uh, this this was the highlight of the show for me. This match between th- these two just fighting all over the place. We always joke about the the parking lot, and it's great to see them fight through it and fight on trucks and stuff like it. That's the that's we always talk about the parking lot. So finally, give us a little fight there, and yeah. there was an axe pick used and being swung around so. and it was nice to see uh fighting outside without you know a soundtrack added and right. camera angles just just a brawl i thought um considering the full cell parking lot or let's just say florida parking lots now yeah with nxt so have some history i'm surprised we haven't <laughs> florida parking lots have history <laughs> have history with nxt yeah <laughs> i'm surprised we haven't actually had many matches at all outside i yeah. can't think of a great deal we've had well, they had a daily's place. <laughs> no, I mean in NXT. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they don't use it more. I I thought this was Karrion Cross's best match in WWE. So yeah, far. I, um, you could say that. I yeah. 
I think Escobar, I really wanted to see Escobar win here. Oh, yeah. I thought he looked great. He probably gave, even without Legado del Fantasma, I feel Escobar still gave him a more competitive match than Champa did. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, Legado del Fantasma just bumping around. Raul and Joaquin was great. I really enjoyed this. Um, the Saito suplexes look good. I thought this is the best crosses look for sure. Um, I really hope after this we keep elevating Santos as well because I I think he's the man. I think he should have won this match. I think so. Even if it was by crook, he should have won this match. If his boys help chain him down or who something something to make the story go on that a cruiserweight beat this guy. Like I think it would just be more interesting because now it's it's done. I I do I do still feel we're getting cross moving up to Finn. Oh. I think Cross just going to main roster is something yeah, that... Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Happen. I'd be fine with uh, that. Yeah, this is the best Cross has looked here in WWE. I know he had some some good stuff on the indies and stuff as, as Killer Cross, but uh, it was that doomsday that was lit, but that elbow is just so lame that it's like, all right, it needs some, needs some work here because yeah. it, it was really lame, but... Uh, Honestly, my my highlight of the show was was this match. We go to a promo in his car, like a true wrestler in 2021. L.A. Knight. Yeah. He says, whose game is it? It's my game. When I debut, it's on my time, my terms. I decide. I do things my way. I could debut next week, two weeks, a few months. Everyone holds a golden ticket, and it's the first class ticket to getting stomped by me. And that is a fact of life. Yeah. So LA Knight uh, says, you know what? I'll debut when there's room for me, when I when I want to show up. Yeah. So does he show up next week? Um, Probably March 3rd. That seems to be a big... No, that is next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're actually going to be talking about him on Was Next sometime LA this Knight, year. Uh, yeah. Eli Drake? He's got a different name than... Eli Drake's got a different name in NXT? In NXT. Fuck, I forgot he was there. Fire Frank will probably know. Yeah, uh, listen to us talk about what's next, um, because that's a show we've been going through, the old history of NXT, and it's interesting seeing all these people show up in WWE, you never knew they were there. Yeah. And then they disappear, and now they're in WWE. Speaking of, there's another Drake, Eli Drake. Eli Drake. You know, there's another Drake that was in a show, Evolve, and now he's over, he, he crossed paths. He's, mm-hmm. he, he joined the other... J.D. Drake. J.D. Drake. Yeah. Yeah, so many Drakes. We just need a Drake faction. Le- led by Drake. Led by Drake. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the theme music, yeah, for sure. <laughs> trophies would be the theme song. Drake trophies. I think you could put Aubrey in there as well, technically. Can you? Yeah. yeah Aubrey, Aubrey Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. yeah, Aubrey Plaza could be in it too. Yeah. That'd just be great. <laughs> My cousin's kid, Aubrey. Should oh, be their mascot. Cousin yeah. kid's Drake. <laughs> Drake's kid could be in it. Uh... So, LA Knight coming soon. We see Adam Cole. He's coming out. He has some explaining to do. Adam Cole walks out for the ending of this show. He has a microphone. He says, everybody wants to know why. Well, I'll tell you why. I was I was pissed off that Kyle O'Reilly got opportunity after opportunity, and he continued to fail. But it it doesn't excuse my actions. I have to say that I am ashamed of myself. Kyle, I know you're at home and I wish so badly that we could be face to face, but we can't. We can't because of me. Kyle, you know me better than anybody. I hate to admit when I'm wrong. And Kyle, I admit I was dead 
wrong. And I hate myself for it. He's basically crying here. I am so sorry. I will do everything in my power to fix this. And if I can't, I, I'm still, I'm going to try and I'm going to try. Have you ever accidentally brain busted someone on a steel step? Imagine I just, just beat this shit out of you twice. And was like, <laughs> not <"Look."> once, <laughs> but sure. A super kick. If you're a wrestler getting mad and kicking someone or punching someone. All right. But then making that mistake twice by picking that person up and dropping them on their head on steel steps. Shame on It was an accident. Was fool me once, shame on you. Yeah. Can't get fooled again. Uh, Roderick Strong interrupts Adam Cole here. He comes out and he says, Wow, Adam, now you feel bad? Now you feel bad? Now? The past 10 days, you haven't let me know. You haven't let me in on anything. You haven't talked to me. You didn't tell me anything. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know why you did this, why you did this to Kyle. Everything has changed now. This this whole group, our, our, our group was built on trust, love, brotherhood. We would do whatever it takes. We had each other's back and you shattered that trust. Look at me, Adam. God. <laughs> love Kyle. Uh, love God. Roddy. Sorry, love Ryle. He says, Kyle is going to heal. And you know, Kyle, when he heals, I don't know if I can save you, Adam, from what he's going to do to you. So Roddy's like, yeah, Adam, uh, you, 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 you shouldn't have done that because I don't know. I don't know. But they're both interrupted by Finn Balor. He comes out, walks right by Roddy and pie faces him like, get out of my way. Charges the ring, attacks Cole here. He's beating down on Cole and Roddy's on the outside just confused, doesn't know what to do. And he's like, <sighs> Fine. Goes back into the ring, stops Finn from like attacking Cole. So Cole super kicks Finn. And then Roddy hits Adam. And he's like, now he's like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And he's kind of, he's confused even more. Like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. He's just, it's, it's heated. I, I'm confused. And, and Adam's like, it's, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, it's all my fault. We get this total bromance moment here. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening, says Roddy. What is happening? I shouldn't have hit you. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. You're my brother and I love you. I'm so sorry. It's very emotional. Oh, boy. It's very emotional. They hug it out. They're hugging. And Adam Cole does what we all knew what was going to happen. A low blow to Roddy, to his friend. No. And he... He pushes Roddy over and he says, you're so stupid, Roddy. You're stupid and you're dead to me. And then he super kicks Roddy and he stands tall. Adam Cole is a snake bastard. Wow. As NXT goes off the air with Adam Cole yet again. Just, you know, Champa was known as the puppet master, but clearly Adam Cole has taken some notes and has been playing all the people here in NXT. I don't know if he has. I think it was. His I think plan. he's just delusional. I don't know. I I didn't really like this segment. I've been looking forward to seeing what Adam Cole has to say. I think Cole is a great promo. I think he's he's a great actor as far as wrestling goes. Usually, um, this felt quite melodramatic. I think I think maybe because of Roddy. Uh, we love Roddy here, but I don't think he's the strongest when it comes to the acting side. Um, I 
like I'm not sure how we're supposed to see it. Was Cole being genuine at the beginning? Yeah, is or he? I I kind of read it as actually he was being genuine, and it wasn't until Roddy kind of hit him that he was like, "All right, hang on a moment." But I I, th- I felt this was a bit overthought. I I find it the visual of them both coming out in their UE stuff <laughs> looks a bit weird. Yeah, like they still have new music. You you're turning up to work. Where you've fallen out with your friends and you're wearing, you're still wearing your like holiday T-shirt you wore when the lads went to Ibiza the week before. It's like when I and wear it's my. Like, but you've just had a falling out. Like, why are you wearing the gear still? Do you it's not like when have I any wear a what's next hoodie or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's it, weird. It it just felt a bit odd. I didn't think it was performed particularly well. I think they added a a bit extra confusion. I I mean, obviously they were thrown kind of the wrench of Kyle not being medically cleared yet. Um, so so obviously there's that kind of wrinkle. I imagine Kyle would have probably been there in original hmm. scripts if there were any, if you Maybe know Maybe not. I mean. No, I don't know. I don't think but, so. But no, I, I, I didn't like this. I thought it was going a different direction. And it seemed like Adam Cole was playing the the baby face, knowing that like he knows he's the heel, but he's like, oh, it I'm, felt I'm like sorry. a salmon suit kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it felt like yeah. you're, you're setting us to swerve, and then I don't think he was swerving, and I think he genuinely was like, no, fuck you, Roddy, you just hit me. I I think I would have preferred. Um, I, I I didn't quite think this delivered as the way I thought it was. I still enjoy. I, I love Roddy on the mic because he seems just that's just how he is, <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate. We that. shouldn't be laughing though, should we? At, we're, we we were both watching this and laughing at Roddy at the whole thing, right? I at guess how, so. How melodramatic this was. It was overdramatic, and yeah. this is this is the top stable in the company. I'd say, yeah, for the last few years they've been running NXT. We shouldn't be laughing during the breakup angle. Well, it, that that shows me it didn't work. I thought for sure it was going to be Cole coming out here and being like, "Sorry, Kyle." Like, basically running down Kyle, being like, "Yeah, I injured you, and if you come back, like, I'll do it again. And we're done. I'm done with you, and I don't even care because I'm not even here to talk about you. I'm here to talk about Finn because I just want the title. Mm. That's that that." It does the two birds with one stone. It clearly tells you that this guy is an asshole and beat up his friend. But he also the backhanded compliment of Roddy, like uh, uh, Kyle, you, you you failed twice. So he's he's still a heel. Yeah, I, I think he was just playing Roddy and and playing with the everyone doesn't know who's on everyone's side kind of thing that's been going on. He just they, they just continued for like the needle has not moved realistically. It's we're in the same position last week when it was Ky- Roddy and Finn accidentally hitting each other. It's the same thing with different pieces. Whereas Kyle was the one who got super kicked. So you'd figure there needs to be some sort of tie-in. I don't know. I I saw uh, Finn was on Corey Graves' thing. And, and he mentioned that he, he would like to have a takeover the night before WrestleMania, defend the title, and then the champion defends goes on to defend at WrestleMania, WrestleMania. The, the, the next night. So I wonder if they would do that because that's what he, he said. Um, and if that's the case, then that's clearly where you would go with, uh, Finn versus Kyle or whatever. And the winner of that faces Cole or Cole versus Kyle and the winner versus Finn, you know, like that. You, I mean, you could do like the kind of little little mini tournament like they've had on, uh, New Japan. I mean, not my cup of tea, but maybe cross as the fourth man. Mm. Um, yeah. If, if you're going to do that sort of thing. And then you get your 
Cole and Kyle at Mania or Finn and Cole or whatever. Um, yeah, this this just didn't work to me. It felt like if it felt like they're padding it out to me. Yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. going. Oh well, now we can actually have. We still need to have Cole's actual reasons why they're doing it, and we can do that one week. And it just—I I just didn't think it was performed well, to be honest. And I, th- I think that at the end of the day is what it was. I, I thought it was badly acted and kind of took me out of it. Do you, do you possibly see this as a way of just quietly writing off Bobby Fish? He's well, not been brought up at all. Yeah, no reference to him. Because you'd have thought yeah. you'd at least go like, like. Roddy going, I've been on the phone of Bobby and Bobby can't believe what, you know, like something. Because they always did that with Kyle when Kyle was off. Kyle would always be name dropped in Mm. UE segments. And I wonder if this is just their convenient way of quietly not talking about Bobby and not featuring Bobby. No one wants to hang out with Bobby. Maybe. Yeah. Or Bobby shows up next week and eats it too. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And that's how you write off Bobby. (laughs) Bobby, we need you to come in. For a, for a shift here. Or you think Bobby's like siding. You'd figure Bobby's pissed because it's Kyle, he's Kyle's boy. That's how I imagine it. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby's been with Kyle way longer, like with that history there. So you'd figure there, there's some tension there. So Bobby could come out and be like, Cole, like what the hell's going on? And he just gets destroyed and it's over. But he could be with Cole as well. Because obviously after tonight's angle, you assume it's Roddy and Kyle are going to be. Yeah. Trust each other. Sort of, I guess. So. Yeah, True. Um, I don't, I'm still, look, I'm not writing this off at all. I think yeah. the matches we're going to get coming out. We're going to get Roddy Cole soon. Yeah, we're going to get so many sure. great matches coming out of this. And I'm really excited and I'm sure they're going to uh, pull it up. But I, I did think this was a bit of a, a blip in this story. I, I didn't think this was the best. Yeah, I, I thought I thought there could have been a different way to... I think going into this, a lot of wrestling fans were like, yeah, I want to hear kind of what the, the reason is. And last week he destroyed Kyle so you're like all right well what 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 do you have to say possibly and he still didn't really he told us things but it was kind of not the right the he real essentially thing. said the the title but that was it he yeah. he's still got more explaining to do for sure so uh Adam Cole standing tall and going forward maybe he'll challenge again kind of fantasy booking but any any of the mix-ups with like maybe Finn versus Walter night on the takeover the same night as Cole versus Kyle and then the winners face each other for the NXT yeah, title sure. or something like that. Because I know there's still talk of Walter Finn. but mm. Or maybe Finn versus Cross and the winner of that faces the winner of Cole and Kyle. Yeah, I mean, this is assuming they are doing a takeover on that Friday. We don't know. Friday, that. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. We've not heard anything. It was we just a know. comment on Corey Graves' podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there will be a takeover around that time. Mm. Whether it be a week before, a week after, or maybe perhaps that Friday. Yeah. But Friday's SmackDown, so. Yeah, I see it being... yeah. I kind of see it being after, to be honest. Yeah. I see it being like a week after Mania. Yeah, me too. But um, interesting if we do get NXT involvement on Mania. Yeah, but overall, tonight's NXT, um, it wasn't quite uh, on the level that... We've had a good run. We've had a good run. <laughs> we had a good run. No, it's we, all over. we did. We kind of complained a couple of months ago and we were a bit down on the product. And then they really kind of picked themselves up. We've had some good episodes this this was definitely on the weaker side for me. I, I didn't particularly enjoy this week. It felt it felt a little off. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a, an off an off episode. Even Cameron Grimes didn't really deliver for me. That's when I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> when he was just not. I don't know. It was daytime and then it was nighttime. I don't know. 
Uh, so yeah, that was NXT from February 24th, 2021. The highlight for me was that Santos cross match. Uh, that's what we thought of the show tonight, but sometimes we ask what you thought, including comments or questions, forum.postwrestling.com. We will read your feedback every Wednesday nights. And, uh, would you like to start there? Good sure. Sir. We go to mystery who says, hiya. Zia Lee murdered Casey tonight, and as a friendly PSA, if you don't wear a mask out in public and don't properly social distance, an ancient Chinese empress will come to your house and have you purged. Yes, wear your masks, people. Wash your hands. Zoe Eo had a sloppy start, but picked up at the end. Never trust a man with two first names. Who names their kid Adam Cole? Cole's a surname. Yeah, what yeah. do you mean? I, I take Cole more of a surname than a first name, but... Yeah, yeah. What are the odds that Johnny and Candice send Austin to Dr. Shelby? Yeah, they did mention they're sending him to therapy. I kind of hope it's just Kyle O'Reilly in his <laughs> in his hat and suit again. No, I hope it's not. <laughs> I don't want to see that ever again. Tonight was the most interesting Karrion Cross has ever looked wrestling-wise, at least in NXT. We got a question of the week. With the title match two weeks away, who do you guys have winning between Tony and Io? I'm hoping to God that it's Io because Tony still has yet to impress me and she's just not interesting to watch whenever she wrestles. She's slow and her offense is incredibly sloppy and that's being generous. Not to mention her promos are just so cookie cutter and bland. There are at least three other women I would rather see as champion before Tony. Those women are in order from least likely to happen to most likely Zaylee, Ty Valkyrie and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I don't see a title switch, no. Uh, especially this close to... Yeah. If no. there is some sort of mania takeover, I, I still think Raquel is the one to take the title from EO. And I think EO should pretty much beat everyone before losing to Raquel. Yeah, definitely. Crooked Letter 9 writes... Uh, I had wondered what Roderick Strong, after a period of uncertainty, would ultimately side with Adam Cole, but I was proven wrong. The UE collapse is getting interesting as Cole is off the deep end and beyond redemption. Io Shirai has a knack of elevating her opponents, and Zoe Stark was no exception. Tony versus Io should be takeover-worthy. Mark my words. I don't expect a title change, though. The MSK promo was excellent, and they are so likable. Zia Lee's mean streak is working wonders for her. Camera Grimes... Homage to Ted DiBiase had me in stitches. Zach Gibson and a microphone go hand in hand. Cross and Escobar was a wild brawl that made Escobar look strong in defeat and was cool to see Cross fight from underneath. I'm so glad that NXT is airing live in Canada. So long, alternative means. We go to Maddie B, who says, NXT in Canada. Decent show overall. Not the best, but not the worst. Loomis winning was quite surprising. Not sure what to think about this other than it sucks ass. I want to see Johnny out of this stupid shit, even though he is doing the best he can. MSK all night and day. Bivens is the best. Loving Swerve's aggressiveness. Leon is getting roughed around, pun intended. Zoe Stark is impressive, and as per usual, EO is always good. I never want to get purged by Zia Lee. I think Brain will beg to differ. Didn't mean the callback to sanity. Escobar with the domination throughout and the cross with the babyface comeback. Interesting. Love the match. Adam Cole is a solo man. He don't need nobody oh. no more. A lot of possibilities, but the promos were eh. And this let me down a bit. Peace out to the era. Let's go team kick. Wow. A lot of unpack there, but mm. uh, he's kind of on the same page, I think, as us with that final promo. Jesse from the six. Oh, you get to read it. <laughs> Jesse from the six, 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 six. That means he's back in the six. It's not like we can hang out with him anyways. Oh. But he wrote he's oh. in the six. From the six. Yeah. Oh. We have to go for Welcome walks. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Welcome back. He heard you were cutting WH Park's hair. 
And he had to get. Do you need a haircut, back. Jesse? You need haircuts? Come to the BD barber shop. <laughs> we don't put you through barber shop windows here. <laughs> we almost did. I don't know. We didn't talk about how we you you cut W H Park's hair. I did. We talked about it on one of the fifty shows we did last. Yeah, week, behind the BD was pretty wild this yeah. last week. Um, yeah, Jesse from the Six. You need a haircut. Come, come to the BD. Jesse from the Six, friend of the show, writes in, Wow, I was actually able to watch NXT in Canada on my television set with the cable package I definitely have and pay for. Way! Same. He says, for me, Io Shirai is the most impressive champion in wrestling right now. She has an aura that is second to none. My dream scenario is that they actually put some focus on Asuka on the main roster, and both she and Io remain undefeated until the autumn when the two can square off in a champion versus champion match at Survivor Series or at another Evolution show. I know it's unlikely, but you can imagine. Can you imagine? Yeah. What exactly was Adam's Cole, Adam Cole's plan tonight? Did he somehow know both Finn and Roddy would come out and he would have to... To, to feign remorse to get Roddy to help him against Finn, what possible benefit can Cole receive from low-blowing Roddy at the end? Seems more pro-wrestling silliness to me. Escobar should have gone over. Take care. Yeah, com- completely. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And finally, we go to Charbel, who says... Sorry. The chosen, the chosen one. one. It's been a while, Charbel. Yeah, it's been a while. And he said, just he just got caught up with the Rumble game. He our did. up next Rumble game. He like I don't know how he avoided spoilers, but he just watched it. Yeah, and he listen. saved his incredible feedback after all this time for tonight. Oh, where he says, "Hello there." Ten March twenty one, and that's what? it. <laughs> that's the post. What does he mean? Oh, I know what he means. He's a big fan of Io Shirai, and he's a big fan of Tony Storm. That's oh, okay. why. That's why. He's, he's excited he's, for the match. He's like me. It's a dream match part two. Yeah. It's dream match part two. It's the two wrestling people he wants to see fight, and he's excited. Good for you. Yeah. I miss you, Charbel. We miss Charbel. Uh, that was NXT. That's what we thought. That's what uh, you thought, apparently, people. Uh, so-so episode, but I know they'll bounce back. Uh, it's, once it's WrestleMania, we're on the road to WrestleMania. I, I like the idea of all the feuds going on. It was just, this was a week. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, we're on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> I got the green light, baby. And you know what I mean? I want to. Uh, uh, so thanks for listening. And uh, we'll we'll be back next week with some NXT. But we also talk about Dynamite. And we will be doing that every Thursday oh, on yeah. this on this free feed and on Twitch. Thursdays, we record live on Twitch at 1 p.m. And then the podcast goes up on this free feed uh, after that. So go listen to that. And if you're a patron, uh, you can call in and we'll take some calls on um, BD Elite as well Thursday. So come hang out, and especially if you're bored at home uh, and want want to hang out and same with the twitch chats i see each week we have people who are like hey i thought i'd check it out or try the watch alongs and it seems to be uh seems to be fun it seems to be happening so we like everyone and, and thank everyone for joining in on the twitch stuff and everything but uh come hang out with us for bd elite we'll be talking all about dynamite uh we pushed back our batman and robin review until next week that'll be on the free not feed. next week not, not necessarily next week, next week. Okay. sometime next month let's not promise something okay. we can't deliver we did um, we did last week yes <laughs> Um, yeah just uh schedules have have been a bit all over the place this week but fear not we will return to gotham uh in the next few weeks yeah again though but uh check out deep impact with davy and andrew thompson talking impact every tuesday night shot in the dark every wednesday where Sino just wraps up everything in the world of wrestling 
and uh, BD Elite up next. All the free stuff. But if you want to hear more and so much more, patreon.com slash up next. $5 a month, North American tier. Gets you access to all the podcasts there in the vault. All the stuff. Best match ever, PWG. All the movie reviews that we've been doing. All the what's next. It's only 5 bucks a month. And the March schedule is coming out in this upcoming week. And it's stacked. So looking forward to all those shows. So thank you everyone who listens and supports at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. And yeah. I think that's I think that's about it. Yep, you can find me at Davey Portman. And I am at the Bray D. Thank you. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And what is happening? What's happening? Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.